The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host or guest and should not be interpreted as statement of fact. Independent fact-checking and corrections are encouraged. Can we get a cup of coffee in here, please? America, you've got a dog that needs walking. That's right, sunshine. Just put on a big pot of strong coffee and get ready to type your little hate mail with your opinions about kumbaya and flat earth insanity. Stand up comedy? You want stand up comedy? Well, we got, well, we've got sit down comedy. It's time for Coffee with the Dog. You make me laugh. Oh, no, I don't. I got nothing. Nothing. I got nothing. Band's got something for you. After the band's done, we're, we're, I'll call a show. Oh, good morning, folks. It is Thursday, August 24th, 2023. Uh, it's a beautiful day here. Hope you're having a beautiful day wherever you are. This is going to be a very short show. Robert Taylor, who is um, generally here on Thursdays, is flying to Portland, Maine, to a show with Dusty Slay. So he might be here tomorrow. We'll see about that. I don't have much to offer here today, but I will uh offer whatever i can uh you see on the bottom there oh by the way it's my mom's 24th birthday and she'd been dead a long time dead my dead mom happy birthday dead mom uh <laughs> but speaking of mothers you mothers uh our friend bobby caldwell now listen i only know bobby he has a, a podcast notes from the pen I know of him. I learned about him through, like a lot of things uh, in this world, this world, uh, through the Doug Stanhope podcast. Now, Bobby has been in prison, I think, about 18 years. And looking like his time is uh, almost up and he might be getting out soon. It's a, I'm just guessing this. Now, there's a GoFundMe page set up to help him get a second start. When you get out of prison, you go in, or you, you come out with basically nothing. Shared on your back, uh, and no prospects, no money, no place to go. Now, Bobby's got a beautiful mother who has been uh, caring for him, and you know, caring for him is uh, it sounds like she like he's sick or something, but you know, just really. Uh, standing by him and watching as uh, Bobby has taken on um, the prison system. Because our prison system, we are a 
dysfunctional prisons, prison-based state, where it's like we just keep building more prisons to put people in and not dealing with the real issues that are making people go astray. The issues of, you know, the fault of our system that is making so many criminals out of not necessarily evil people or bad people. Now, uh, people need to be uh, held accountable for serious crimes and things like that, but the system is fucked up. And Bobby has done a lot to address that with his podcast. He's an activist for uh, changing the prison system and is a changed person from the time that he went in. Now, I don't want to get into his whole story about how he got in prison, but uh, from what I can tell and what I what I truly believe, it was an accidental homicide. An accidental homicide due to a lot of drug use and things like that. But listen, again, he's a changed person, uh, and he is um, coming out a better man than the young boy who went in. But as I, I said, when people get out. They are destitute. So there's a GoFundMe set up. If you have a nickel or a dime or a dollar or five dollars to, to help a guy who is going to use the rest of his life in a positive way, you'll be doing a good thing. And I promise you, you won't regret it. I promise you, if you, you got that from me, you won't regret it. A couple of bucks here could make a difference in somebody's life in a big way. How about Bobby Caldwell? Go to the GoFundMe page that's listed at the bottom. There's a link there. Uh, if you go to my Twitter, there's a link there where I shared the, uh, the GoFundMe page. Help him out. Help a, help a good guy get a second chance and a, a fresh start in life. You'd be doing a good thing. Um, last night was uh, <laughs> the Republican debate. Donald Trump didn't show up. The first primary debate. People said they weren't going to watch, but a lot of people were watching, especially the Trump people, because they were tweet, uh, tweeting about it every, or posting about it on Twitter. We don't call them tweets anymore. Well, I'm still calling it Twitter. Uh, but so, there's a couple of things here. Chris Christie. You know, all of them, all of them suck. They all fucking suck. But Chris Christie has been the one guy who's, you know, anti-Trump at the whole thing. And But talking about uh, how we can't have, you know, we can't let normalize this. And, you know, you have to recognize who and what this guy is and what he's a criminal. But when it came to the question is, if Donald Trump is convicted, but he's still your nominee, still the party's nominee, will you support him? And everyone on the stage raised their hand. In other words, if he's in jail, in prison, convicted of the crimes he's accused of, Christie's still going to support him, even though he's been, you know, cursing at other people, telling them they can't normalize this shit. He's going to get on, on board. That's weak. That's pathetic. All of them raised their hand. Mike Pence, Mike Pence, who has stopped just short of, of saying, you know, uh, Donald Trump is a criminal and deserves to go to jail. Just short of that. He hasn't quite said that. 
but he said he would support him if he's the nominee. That's fucked up. That's putting party over country without a doubt. The other thing they were asked to raise their hands on was climate change. And they refused to even... DeSantis butt in. We're not children here. Let's debate this. Let's see. Do you you believe... The question was, do you believe mankind, mankind, is responsible for global climate change? Can we get a show of hands? And uh, DeSantis was offended by that. He didn't want to show his hands. He didn't want anybody to show their hands. But the fact is, they don't believe it. They believe it's a hoax. A hoax. What happens in Los Angeles last week or earlier this week? It's a hoax. What happened in Hawaii? That's a hoax. What happened the wildfires in Canada? That's a hoax. The wildfires out east? Hoax. The record heat wave that lasted two months and is still going on in parts of the country. Hoax. The fact that the waters in Florida were as hot as a hot tub. Hoax. I could see if you don't believe that mankind is responsible for that. I could understand you taking some kind of position that says, well, we're not responsible, Um, it's cyclical, whatever you want to argue about that, which you'd be wrong, but you, you can make an argument for it. But to argue that the entire, that nothing's happening and it's all a hoax and that's so fucking ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> good morning, Ian. Ian says hoax wave. I like that. We've had we're having a hoax wave. Um, say it's, it's this rock fucking Republican Party. And Charlie Kirk says, <laughs> "Man, the Republican Party without Trump really sucked." I think you could leave the without Trump part out of it. Listen, I don't want to get accused of being a Democrat because I'm not. And so I will say the Democrat, Democratic Party sucks as well. But uh, no, but they're, they're not putting it on display. <laughs> they're sucking this in a big show for, on national television. Now, they should be. They should be putting their suckiness. Uh, they refuse to kind of even consider. The Democratic Party refuses to consider an alternative to Joe Biden. Now, RFQ is is doing his best to make him consider him, but he's probably going to run as a third party, which will, in the end, help Trump, I think. Might take away from Trump, because a lot of the people who like Kennedy are also Trumpers, and the people supporting Kennedy, the money behind them, are all Trumpers. Uh, but the one guy who, uh, I don't know, a lot of people think won the debate or is a, a shining star is uh, this uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. <laughs> I don't know, Ramaswamy? Ramaswamy. Uh, that's, uh, that's the guy that they're, uh, they're enamored with, young uh, Indian-American fellow now born in America, according to his Wikipedia page, anyway. Nobody's at, and this is interesting that none of those people on the primary stage even bothered to ask for his uh, birth certificate to prove he was born in America. 
He sure don't look like a, he was born in America, does he? Born in Cincinnati, Ohio, August 9th, 1985. Uh, make him eight, uh, 38 years old. Uh, he's got a questionable background, as they all do, and we all do. Everybody has a question. You have a questionable background. I have a questionable background. I have uh, a questionable background with some really dirty answers to it. Uh, but this Ramaswamy guy, big part of uh, Big Pharma, and uh, Martin Scarelli, you know, that Martin Scarelli guy. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I'm probably not Scarelli. Um, vote for Big Mike. Big Mike who? Oh, my Big Mike? No, who's Big Mike? Good morning, Carl. Carl's in the chat room. Say hello to Carl. If you want to pop in, I mean, uh, I got nothing here. I'm probably going to end in at, at the half hour mark today. I got nothing, and Robert Taylor's on a plane. Um, but and no pressure. You don't have to believe me. I'm not. I'm not. If you got something better to do, and I'm sure everybody has something better to do, uh, but so. Guy, here's where, where it gets a little dicey. None of, again, I'll repeat that none of these people who were uh, hot for um, Barack Obama's birth certificate for eight years have even questioned this guy. Where were you born? You were born in Cincinnati. But they they won't question it. They were quick to question everybody else. I, I mean, anybody else who's not white and looking like you um but he was brought up hindu now he did go to a catholic or a christian school or something and it doesn't say that he ever converted but a big part of the republican platform is this whole christian nation american america is a christian nation uh and so, you know what? You gotta, if you're not Christian, uh, it's hard to see the party uh, endorsing somebody like that because the entire party has become Christian. They, they believe we were founded to be a Christian nation. Uh, anyway, he has a history in hedge funds. Again, big farmer, a big part of that. He says that Martin Scarelli, uh, while he was a pathological liar, did not need to go to jail because what he did was a victimless, victimless crime. That's not going to go over uh, uh, with, with all, all of that. Uh, you know, the idea that we're all against big farmer and the back, vaccines people will hate big farmer, and you can understand everybody hates big farmer until they need some drugs and well even when they need some drugs and it's too expensive they they hate big pharma anymore but we love the medicines as a country we love taking drugs we love taking drugs from everywhere anywhere legal or not um but to say uh martin scarelli uh had a victimless crime. Listen, when you're charging more than a fucking mortgage for people who desperately need the drugs, becoming a billionaire off of sick people, I don't think you can call that a, a victimless crime. Uh, now, 
DeSantis said he would send in uh, military to fight. This is well, I'm still on the drug thing to fight the Mexican cartels because they are killing Americans with uh, the drugs they supply. That is so fucking back, backwards, backwards thinking. And this has been going on since Ronald Reagan. The war on drugs, which is a supply um, directed war on drugs. Mexicans are not forcing any Americans. And, and you know what? A big part of it is the cartels are producing the drugs, but the smugglers, you're not going to want to hear this, folks. The smugglers are Americans. 99.9% of the smuggling activity is done by Americans going down there to get the drugs, to bring it back, to give it to Americans who demand it, who want it. We want drugs. I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm not putting this judgment on anything. I'm just saying as long as we want the drugs, it doesn't matter what you do to the Mexican cartels. We'll find another source. But this is the thinking, the limited thinking of somebody like Ron DeSantis. If we if we just cut out, and again, it's been going on for 40 years through Reagan and uh, Republican and Democrat administrations, um, this idea that we can fight or we can deal with America's drug habit, drug demand, by cutting off the supply. It, and it hasn't worked one bit. It, it hasn't worked at all, and it will never work. Because, again, if as a person who used to use a lot of drugs and still uses marijuana like it's going out of style, <laughs> if you take away one dispensary, I'll find another. If you take away dispensaries altogether, I will get a black market source. If you arrest my source, I will find another source. Because I want it. You don't change, you don't deal with drug problems by dealing with this with the supply. You just don't. Anyway, uh, so, you know, uh, good luck to that fucking stage full of uh, crazy people there last night. Uh, I didn't. I can't say I watched the whole thing. Didn't. And if you did, let me know your thoughts. Uh, let me know what you thought of that whole debate. Now, um, Trump had a interview with Tucker Carlson, uh, and basically, it was more of the same type of not answer uh, type of stuff. He. Tucker asked uh, Trump if we were ready for a civil war, or if we're going heading towards civil war, and Trump gave a typical word salad. I don't know. I saw a lot of love on January sixth. A lot of love, and more people are passionate about everything. But I don't know. Love, fucking love. There's no love. Where's the love? Oh, look at Carl. He's like looking the other way. Look at that beard on this guy! Holy crap! I was letting you. I was letting you finish the point. Finish talking I, about I, Trump. I have a point. I don't have a point. Oh. Do you, do you, anyway, us veterans, man. I'm a Royal Marine for the United States of America, man. I went to yeah. the desert for your drugs. 
What? So, but seriously, doesn't that have them forty-three years of trying to cut off the supply? You haven't tried to cut off the supply. You went to war in Afghanistan to increase the supply of opium. Oh well, yeah, well that part, yeah. But 20... I mean the southern <laughs> southern border supply. All right, fair <laughs> enough. Um, well, after yeah. after the CIA trafficked a load of cocaine in, you mean in the in the eighties? You don't yeah. have a drug problem in England, right? Of course we do. Oh, you do. What do you Damn, mean a problem? Every, what do you mean a problem? Everyone here takes cocaine, just like everyone there takes cocaine. It's the same. Really, I, I, I see. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised. I'm surprised that coke is still a thing. Oh yeah, I it's heroin the, it's is a the, thing. It, Heroin's a big thing here. It's a big problem here. With it, with the, there's we've got county lines gangs who basically kill each other over lines, and that's heroin based largely. But coke is huge, and most of it comes through here. Most of it comes through Liverpool and Manchester. Do you have a meth problem there? Not really. No, uh, we've got. See? Meth never really... I, I don't think so. I think we've got a little bit of crack going on. Wow. Um, yeah. Alcoholism. The, there's a lot of down and outs on nitrous, you know, the little canisters and stuff. You know why you meth. don't have a meth problem? Because you don't have hillbillies. Meth... <laughs> meth <coughs> we've, got is, tra- it, we've got trash. <laughs> yeah. But but those, that meth, crack's not really a hillbilly <laughs> drug. It's a, a poor person's drug. A uh, hillbilly drug is is meth, and I don't know why, but it seems to be very prevalent between the the left coast and the, the right coast. Somewhere, left it, coast and the right coast is that the yeah. official name? Yeah, right. like between California and New York. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there it, that's where the meth problem exists, and I'm. It's just so weird. It's like trailer park drugs. I know it's cheap, but I don't think I think America is unique in its meth problem. I think. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think we have. Tech Te- said we have an NDMA problem. I don't think we have a problem. We, we you can get it. It's easy to get. It's uh, co- coke is probably bigger and, <clears throat> but you know, co- coke and MDMA they're not particularly. They're not that damaging. I guess some people get into it and they lose the house and all that kind of stuff and maybe have a fight on a Friday. Uh, now, MDMA is Molly, right? That that's Molly. Yeah, yeah. It's it's um. It's it's pretty co- it's pretty common. So co- coke, coke and MDMA are probably pretty common. There's a little bit of ketamine going around. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's not my it's not for me. Now, can, can, are those drugs? Because uh, I don't know. I and being a guy who grew up in the drug culture, drug, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, I stopped at cocaine. I, I never moved past cocaine, so I don't know a lot about these other drugs. But stuff like Molly or uh, ketamine, can that be taint, uh, um, tainted with, like, fentanyl? Yeah, or... yeah, but, um, yeah, I, yeah, I guess anything can be... Every, anything and everything is cut with some shit, right? The, the pills I used to take years ago, years and years ago, were cut with all kinds of weird shit, probably, like, soap, probably... There was some kind of poison in there. I think if the strychnine was high, sometimes the next day I'll be like, I'll have yeah. to go into a little bit of a spasm. But <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. we haven't we haven't had a we haven't had much of a fentanyl problem here, um, as far as I know. All right, uh, uh, so... no one te- no one tests though. Do you know, <laughs> if, if there's yeah. some coke going around, everyone will just do it anyway. So who knows? Now, if fentanyl. Is it um, in demand? Is it sought after? Because it seems like the high, it, it 
I don't know. I don't know this, but okay. it seems like it enhances the high or something. It's it's like a synthetic opioid yeah. that from what from want. what I hear from what from what I hear, yeah, it's actually it's cut in. It was cut into coke in very very small amounts because it it was a cheap way of filling it out, and it gave a good high. The problem is if too much gets put in, yeah. you don't you don't need. That's where a lot of that problem. You know, in LA, was it Kate Quigley and the entire apartment died. And she was in life support and stuff for weeks. That comic in LA, that <clears throat> there's just a lot of it cut in, and no people don't know how. I mean, you would think it wouldn't be done deliberately unless someone's trying to sabotage someone else's batch, something like that. Someone gets paid off to sabotage a batch with fentanyl. I honestly don't know because you you don't want to kill your customers, right? That's a, that's my whole thing. Like it, it seems like a, a very unproductive from from a business standpoint. If you, it, if could be a, it could be that a big batch, some idiot made a mistake with a massive batch. That could have been the start of something like that. And stuff like sabotage as well. You're like a, one cartel paying another one or a gang paying another one to sabotage someone else's shit so they don't oh, go to them. I don't know. Sons of bitches. <coughs> they don't care. They don't care about their customers. Maybe not like maybe Amazon. The, <clears throat> maybe the CIA is back in the Coke game and they want to take out the opposition. Uh, what is, maybe they want the pure. Uh, good morning, stuff Ted. I haven't seen Ted in a while. They they don't have don't an uh, op opioid epidemic in the UK because they don't have a Sackler family there. They don't. You got to have some, you know, rich pharmaceutical. We, we don't take medication because we're not pussies. We don't take medication for depression, sleeping. We don't. We we just deal with it with drinking and fighting, and then we die of heart attacks and strokes. No, there's more. There's more of a. There's more of um. <clears throat> there's more of a medication. Yeah, there's SSR, SSRIs and that kind of stuff going around, but we don't really take sleeping pills on the whole. We don't really take painkillers. Jamie Dykes takes all the painkillers in the UK. He, he's the only one that's addicted to painkillers. Most people don't really even go to the doctor. So, Jamie Barrow. <laughs> Jamie Barrow. <clears throat> Uh, interesting you say it because I was thinking I need a script for Ambien to get to sleep. I need, I need... And, and also the profit margin isn't there because most of our our med our medication isn't free, but it's very cheap. So our health visits are free at the point. That that's because you don't have a Sackler family there. You need a Sackler family to get yeah. to make and it then, all greedy. I don't and... know whether it might be like twenty dollars to get a prescription, something about twenty US to get a prescription, whatever it is. That's ah, it. That's we have to pay. I always wondered why people move to the UK from the US. Now I know they go there for the drugs. They go the, there to the, get the their charm, drugs. the charming accents, the uh, feel close to the real York. Uh, the yeah, right. MDMA. <laughs> you know, because uh, I was thinking about uh, I need a script for Ambien to sleep because I don't <laughs> sleep well. But I don't go to the doctors. I don't even have insurance right now. I'm waiting for Medicare to kick in on my next birthday. Not my next birthday. My next next birthday. I have one coming up next week. But the one a year from that, I start getting on Medicare. And then I can go get a script. But I'm not waiting a script uh, a year to get a script for Ambien. Is that 66? No, 65. I'm going to... I lie. I'm a year 66. ahead. Well, so I've been 63 saying I'm 64 since the day, I turned, the day after I turned 63. Next week I'll turn sixty four. I'll be saying I'm sixty five. Right. Why? So, so I thought you were already sixty four. Okay. No, no. I uh, I don't know. Uh, it started as a thing where I just wanted to kind of give myself a um, 
I don't know, a mo- motivation to get there, <laughs> to live one more year. But now I, c- I generally gonna, confuse myself. <laughs> are, are you going to get high and sing um, when I'm 64? Yeah, yeah. I plan on getting up first thing in the morning on my birthday and playing a, a an acoustic yeah. version of when I'm 64. Sing, sing, uh, will you still feed me and just shit your pants in the kitchen and see if your wife does anything? Will you still wipe me? <laughs> <laughs> just Please don't say anything just say, when i'm 64 and just shit down your legs and leave it there and just look at her until yeah. she cleans it up so i played a a guy that was it monday or tuesday i forget tuesday i got a call while doing the show i get text messages if i could do a walk around at a nursing home uh later that day and finally a guy called me and i took the call i just shouted at him yeah i can do it i'm on the air i'll talk to you later and i went to the gig Two hours of walking around a gigantic facility, and they have a wrecked person walking around with me. And, you know, walk around is funny because you, sometimes you ask people, would you like some music? Is a guy here with a guitar? And they're like, no, no. You go, you go, you go in uh, room to room, basically. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. But we had this one group of old people in like a little area, they were a little rec room area, and they wanted some music. And there's one lady sitting like she's like in a coma or something. And they wanted me to play, and so I played uh, a song, two songs. But towards the right, towards the end of the last song, the lady in the coma just went, "Shut up!" <laughs> <laughs> and I burst out laughing. Nobody else was laughing except me. <laughs> I was like that's fucking perfect. I love it. <laughs> Shut up! I want to. Maybe went, I could do that with stand up. Maybe I could go around on a Segway with shades on and just like go room to room and go. Do you want to hear a joke about? old people and then just go to the next one do you want to hear a joke about hitler okay <laughs> now speaking of hitler mm. somebody was saying rumble is is hitler pro hitler there's a ton of pro hitler content on rumble were you aware of this i don't really watch i don't really watch anything on rumble there's a couple of Maybe things i'll it. click on here and there i just i broadcast to it <laughs> i don't really watch it i don't know <laughs> but who can i mean it, from what way you can be you could be admiring of Hitler from like a, a a political perspective how he took over Germany. I think I think he was a great man of history in some ways. Yeah, but obviously he, he he made a lot of mis- he, he made a lot of mistakes, did a lot of bad things for the record. I, I don't really know firsthand, but from what I was reading, it seemed like it's more like a pro Hitler in the in the Turner Diaries kind of uh, way of you know skinheads and American Nazis and all that stuff. So I'm on there, and I do get a Hitler rants email from Rumble every day. Like, here's the latest Hitler rants. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So Hitler rants, but it, that seemed like comedy, like making fun of Hitler in a way that Don, Don uh, Donovan uh, Crypt Daddy called himself. Yeah, there's, there's there's probably some weirdo on there somewhere pro Hitler. Yeah. Before it get before it, because it'll probably even get banned from Rumble. There's probably some some wacko somewhere. <clears throat> I would think there that. has to be some on YouTube too. There has to be oh, some yeah. on every platform, right? Yeah, there's, there's fucking crazy people everywhere. Yeah, eventually that they'll get reported. You would think, but there's, there's probably someone with no views loving Hitler on YouTube for sure. <laughs> Hitler love. And again, again, I get it. He's a, he was you know he's a clever guy and he he looked good in his outfits as well. He um, fucking dominates television, or at least when I had television, he dominated. Fan, television. Like, he was a you know he was a comedy fan. Who knows he he could have been a good guest in like yeah. nineteen thirty seven. Yeah, 
he he's on television right now. I guarantee if you if you have television, unlike me, you pick up your remote and start clicking around, you will find Hitler on the tube right now somewhere. He's always on. He's always on. Don't think don't think that when I eventually shave this off, I won't leave a little Hitler. I won't leave a little Hitler one like that. It would just be this. I've made that mistake a couple of times. I didn't do it intentionally, but it, I, if I shaved, I, too, I did yeah. it intentionally during COVID. Oh, you did. There are some pic. There are some pictures of me, perhaps <laughs> doing certain actions. But you know, it's a bit of fun, isn't it? What about the beard? Are you going to let that grow long and shaggy? I don't. I don't know because it's all patchy here. It looks worse than it is in person. But I'm going to do stuff and. It's dry. I need to make it moist. <laughs> what if you just carved Hitler's name in it? Like, yeah, well, that that if all else fails in my life, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to. And I don't mean Hitler. I mean Adolf. Just put Adolf yeah, in there. That's what I mean as well. And then people Adolf will be calling side. you yeah. Adolf Napo. I think. Uh, <laughs> I think Germany banned the name Adolf. I don't think there are any Adolfs anymore. Really? I think so. Wow. Yeah. That, that would suck. I mean, it's not. Well, you wouldn't want to name your kid Adolf now, but maybe 300 years from now, people forget. I don't know. Pro- probably, yeah. I think they would. Or there'll, there'll be something worse. in, in three, Within 300 years, there'll probably be a worse person than Hitler. I don't know. Maybe it'll be a robot. Ted finds you attractive. That beard, <laughs> the beard doesn't look patchy. You look good, he says. Okay. He finds you attractive. He's taken, you- taken a lot of patience. I find you somewhat uh, attractive in a uh, non-homoerotic way. Good. Uh, <laughs> but it's non-homo. Yeah, non-homo. But not that, not that that's bad, but I'm just... A heteroerotic way. Uh, Bobby Caldwell, you know his story? Yeah, uh, yeah, a little, yeah. yeah. I don't know everything, but I know he was in prison and I, I think he he's getting out. And... I think he's getting out. <clears throat> right. Uh, and, you know... He has done a lot of good things and has turned his way around. I don't know if you're familiar with the story about how he accidentally shot his wife. Oh, is that one? Okay, I couldn't remember which one it was because I know Stan Hope was talking to that one and somebody killed his mother. So yeah. This is the wife one, okay. Yeah, his mother still one, alive. Was this the one where they're having a... And he was going to kill himself and then right. she grabbed him and... Yeah. I mean, I think it's, the kid it's kind of... Him. I'm 50... Yeah, I mean, I can see how that... That's definitely a good defense. <laughs> <laughs> either that happened, either that happened, or he, or he's like, he's cool as shit, and he just shot her over his shoulder, just like shut up. And then I'm gonna tell him the kid grabbed it as well. Yeah, I don't think he was using it. I don't think he was using it to try to get off. I think he used it as uh, he. I think he pled guilty. You can I'm see not... how the, you can see how stuff like this happens because in movies, every shot to other people or yourself is clean. In reality, it's not, and like people miss. People shoot half their face. I've seen videos of a guy with a shotgun and it just takes off a lot of his face. And I think he's alive. I think he did die, but he was alive for some time. Wow. But with no ability to do anything and he can't talk, he's just bleeding a lot. You know, I've always wondered about this, though. Like, for people who don't, he's got his mother uh, who's, who's still standing by his side, and that's a great thing. Uh, she's a great woman, Judy Caldwell. But, uh, what happened? You, the day you get out of jail, they just open the gate. You go out and you're like, if you don't have a family, you're just standing there like, where do I go? I got nothing. Yeah, you I... get not. You get nothing. I've I've been looking at mainly from the UK, but also from UK people that have been in US prisons. But yeah, it's literally you just you just let out. <laughs> so host... how do they not expect you to commit more crimes if you got nothing? Not 
because that's what well, come back. Well, a lot of people do. A lot of people do. Yeah, of course they do. I mean, what else would you do? But that's coming back to the telemarketing thing, where the telemarketing companies they hire these convicts because nobody else will hire them, and then they become like indentured servants for ten dollars an hour. Who you know? Where else you can't quit? Well, it's 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 a tough it's a tough get. I would hire I would hire convicts. I've always said that if I had a bar or something, I would hire convicts. But you just got to. You just got to watch them, haven't you? You don't give them all the money to hold or yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. it is or make them security, <laughs> but they can work in the kitchen or something and then just see how it goes. If, if they fuck up, then, yeah, you got to hold your hands up. But I think people deserve a chance. Even if you've murdered someone, I think you deserve a chance. Depends on the yeah. situation. Yeah. Well, people make mistakes, especially when you're young. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And there's all that, but I don't, I, I generally believe this story. Now, maybe I'm just one, maybe I just want to believe, maybe I'm naive. No, I can, I can see, I can perfectly see how that would, in reality, that's the kind of shit that happens. Just bad luck, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Shit happens to people. Good, bad yeah. shit happens to good people. Yeah. Uh, especially when you're young. You can make mistakes. You know what? Because I reflect on this shit all the time about, if I had, I should have been in jail a couple of times, and this is not good for my congressional campaign, by the way, to say this. I should have been in jail several times. I've never been even been arrested in the United States. Uh, I should have been dead more times than I should have been in jail. All those kind of things. Just got lucky or unlucky, but th- that I'm still here. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, and I am I- running for Congress. <laughs> Yeah, some people. Some people are also born into a like Moss Side near Manchester. People are just born into a poor area, and the only way, if you're like a 13 year old kid, and you have nothing, and your friends have got new tr- new sneakers and cars and whatever, and the only way to get that is by getting into drugs or gangs or something. Sometimes it's just that's just what they know as a kid. So then yeah. you're in the system. That's it. Once you're in, once you start getting arrested at 13, 14, 15. You're, in you're the probably system. always going to be in it. Yeah, yeah. you're in, you're part you're you're an institutionalized man. Uh, yeah, it's difficult to get out. They pull you, you back in. Yeah, exactly. Were you a fan of Don, Donovan Cryptaddy? I did. I liked his trolling. I haven't seen him much online recently. I, saw, I year, this was years ago as well. I've known who he was for years. I think right. he might have been on Kill Tony years ago. But <clears throat> I've been aware of him over a few years, and then yeah, I thought I thought he was quite funny. And then I saw, I, is he dead or is it a troll? Is he actually dead? Because <laughs> I thought it's the ultimate troll to pretend to be dead. But I, I think his mother came out okay. uh, and and announced it. So I, I, said, I said, that was my first thing too. Like this kid, who he he would be the one to fucking call himself. I dead. mean, look, look, look <laughs> if, if, if that's if that's your life, if you you are like that. Wh- I would just have the most fun in the world, and I wouldn't care who I upset. It would just be just fun time now. Seems like he did that, but th- th- here's the thing that really uh, baffled me. First of all, they didn't say how he died. Uh, of course, uh, people have alluded to the fact that he w- he knew he was going to die for for a long time. He outlived expectations. Like uh, I guess whatever. Well, I think whatever. I think he can. Um, I th- I think. He, he... I think he nearly died on his vomit a while ago as well. If, if he's left in a certain position in his chair and stuff like that, it could be something simple. Wow. I just choked on his vom. <clears throat> he couldn't move, right? Wow. Well, you're not choking on your vomit, are you? No, are I think you? this might be COVID, but... Uh, really? Well, I don't know. Apparently, it's kind of back, and everyone I know is sick. Everyone in Manchester's sick, and like half the people down south are sick. So it probably is, but none of us are taking tests, so we'll never know. 
They're charging for tests now here, I think. Um, yeah, but, well, I'm not taking one. Yeah. Um, you know what? People are talking about coming back, but I think it's going to be... Now, I don't want to get in trouble for misinformation. Yeah, we don't, have, we don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. It no, I just want to say that, that I think it's going to be part of the normal seasonal thing from here on in, like cold and flu season, COVID season is going to be part of it. I don't know that for, I have no scientific evidence to back that up, but I just feel like that's, it's going to be part of our existence and we have to learn to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Dykes is a barrow though. You know what a barrow is, right? A barrow is Uh, a type of pig. It's a pig that's got, had his balls cut off. Oh, right. Definitely. Yeah. I, I forgot <laughs> to Google it when you said, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I I appreciate. You can't tell a guy what to do in, in his relationship and all that stuff. And I appreciate loving a good woman and, and, and doing right by whatever your wife, but you can't, yeah. you can't be bossed around and dragged around by the nose by a woman. God, I believe See, I don't, it. I don't I don't think I don't think he is that much. He's whipped a little bit because she has to go out to work a hard job like long hours. She's in healthcare and Jamie oh. works at home. So I so I think that he does a lot of stuff in the house at the last minute, probably, because he, you know, it's fair, I think. So he, there's a little bit of that. But a lot of it is hit a lot for him not <clears throat> not doing stuff is his issues. Oh. Whatever they are. He claims it's because he's got very old children now. But it so he's be. blaming it on his wife. That's even worse. He he's pussying. Blaming it on his family. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now we ought to call her and say, "Do you know? You know, Jamie's blaming you for for his not doing he's right." He's a man of he's a man of routine, and he 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 works, and then he opens his cans at about four o'clock, five o'clock, and then he he vapes and takes his painkillers, and that's his cycle. All right, I'm gonna have to go over to Wales and, and train this young man out. I'm gonna uh, this. You know me though. I'm not getting on a plane anyway. Jamie will be on. Jamie will be on the last rights on YouTube at at one thirty Eastern today. Yes, today. Oh, I thought it was gonna be. Uh, oh. we, we yeah. He told me it would have to be Friday, and then I tweeted it, and immediately he texted me and said oh, it can be tomorrow now. Still. Okay, so I can watch it. This one I can watch where right. I don't have to be out. All right. Doing you, some. You, you can ju- you can jump on for a while if you want. We're going to talk about the killer nurse first, and then we're going to get the topic out of the way because I like doing a topic now. And then afterwards, yeah, we're just going to drink and hang out. Is there a new serial killer or a crazy? <laughs> now, I somebody just I guess nurse. it was because somebody said something about uh, nurses killing uh, kids. Is, and uh, weren't you talking about that or something? Or is that a uh, a UK thing? Yeah, so there's a nurse just been convicted. This stuff happened in 2015, 2016, but she killed seven babies in one hospital with milk. Um, it's different. That's why it's so hard to catch her because she was doing different ways. She overfed them with milk. She suffocated them. She gave them air in the uh, stomach and that kind of stuff. Loads of different ways, and she there's it's almost impossible to connect her to it. But they've there's enough there's enough evidence around it to say yeah it's likely that now did they talk about motive because we had a guy here i'm I'm going back 30 years at least now called the angel of death and he was he was poisoning (laughs) patients but all he was the motive was that he could save them but it didn't work (laughs) like he was i think think there's been more than one out there because i listened to some crime podcasts and like being an angel of death is is a thing that some doctors and nurses get like especially around old people 
they're like, oh, I'm going to help you. Like people who work in hospices and oh, stuff. No, like that that wasn't his, this guy's case. He, he was going to bring them to close to death, but then he was going to go the, he was going to be the one in there to discover them and bring them back to life. But he wasn't very good at resuscitating <laughs> them and they would die. He was really anyway. good. He was really, he got the first part down. It's like learning like <laughs> 101 in a, in a, in a fucking technical course i can do woodwork 101 but i can't do the second level i can't make a, a good joint i can't bring them back but i can yeah. cut a piece of wood or a baby yeah, he wanted to i yeah. think he and his numbers were pretty high like 36, 36 or something people that he pretty good. and out pretty of 36 good, i think he might have right. saved one another great <laughs> man of history uh well that's pretty good one of i mean if he had <laughs> tried another 36 maybe he would have saved three and maybe eventually he'd right. save them all. Give him some time. He's just getting warmed up. He could get better. Yeah. <laughs> but this, I think, so the nurse here, yeah, her name's Lucy Letby. So Ian's, Ian's got a good one there. Live and let be. Because <laughs> her, her name is Lucy Letby. Uh, <laughs> Ian, Ian comes up with some pretty good stuff there. Yeah, he's pretty we... good. He's pretty good. Yeah. I like <laughs> Ian in the, in the chat. Um, but she, they think she also tried to kill another seven, but failed. And some of them have got learning difficulties. In one case, there was twins, and she killed one, and the other one lived. And he's Whoa. all, you know, learning difficulties and all that stuff. He's stupid like me. <clears throat> stupid, yeah. <laughs> she, she makes stupid babies. Stupid now, baby. I, I have got a thought about this, but I don't even want. I'm not. Don't want to say it on your channel. I think I'm going to say it after a few dr drinks tonight. I'm not even going to say it in a topical park. I've oh, we look. Oh, that's a teaser, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I've almost tweeted it like three times and deleted it. I'm like, <laughs> tune in to Last Right today yeah. sometime. Well, tune in at one o'clock Eastern, but uh, probably the big reveal for Carl's theory of death will happen one time Ethan, yeah find out why what even i have been too scared to tweet in the last couple of days about it oh well, this is exciting so, this is the way we need yeah. to start thinking in advance it. to promo these shows is to come up with a reason for people to actually watch and that's yes please well the topics the one thing actually the the, the one the videos that get the views are on these these weird topics but sometimes yes and sometimes no it's complete unknown but sometimes quite a few people actually watch which is very nice Ted said, maybe that's what I'm do secretly doing at nursing homes. Now, I'm very open about the one guy I sang to death. Uh, but so far, that's the only... I'm thinking, maybe... I think that's the only one who died on my watch. And I sang him to death. I didn't poison him. I, I, there were... Healthcare attracts fucking nutcases. Like, absolute nutcases. I'm not, I'm, there are a lot of good people, of course, in healthcare. And there's a lot of incompetence and they're all good. Mistakes, well, but... No, you're right. I was going to say they're all good people, but no, they're all no, fucking crazy. No. Uh, some real, not all... I, I've met when I worked in mental health care briefly for a while. Um, there were some of the staff should have been in a home. Yeah. Honestly, they were, well, they were that bad and they were really dangerous with some of the stuff. They were like changing medication for people and they weren't qualified. Yeah. It's crazy shit. My wife is a leader in the field and she's batshit crazy. And yeah, and you she, can be crazy, you can be crazy, but <clears throat> still do a good job, right? Right. No, when she's very dedicated and very caring, but at some point she is also uh and she can she can with me and not at the at the nursing homes or any of that kind of stuff, but with me she can be like fucking dangerous, crazy. But, you know, at work, she's a dedicated, caring person, loves her patients and all that kind of stuff. But everybody I've ever met in that field 
You got to be a little nuts. First of all, it drives you nuts. If you're not nuts to begin with, you will become I, nuts. Yeah, I went. I went nuts. I worked with a guy that had really bad OCD for years, and it, his whole day was on the clock. So you're like six ten, time to go and sit on my bed. Six thirty, sit in my chair. <laughs> like literally the fucking routine, round and round. <clears throat> and I would constantly look at my watch because I would be predicting what he's doing. Right, he's gonna leave, so I can open up my laptop and watch the wire now for an hour. No, no no hassle and then he's gonna want dinner or meds or whatever yeah so yeah it sent me it started to make me like look at the clock a lot more I'm like 10 minutes 10 minutes yeah definitely i got uh i got a gig this weekend which is down the block from uh, ralph dice clay's house he doesn't know about it yet. i didn't i just found out oh. we're, we're just a couple of houses down from him uh last night uh it should be an interesting one because it's right so on the water a, so Ra- ralph's got to come to that then right if he's home well he says he's coming to all of them and then he doesn't show up uh but he is also harboring a guy who's on the lamb not from the law but from the other guys he's on the lamb from the from the bad guys and he's a friend and i'm like you be saying that on the youtube if there's no uh yeah yeah they don't know who ralph dice clay is they're gonna go to andrew dice clay's house shake it up But yeah, so he's uh, not leaving the house because uh, he's harboring a guy who's uh, not trying not to get whacked. <laughs> well, but sure, my... but sure, surely he should go about his normal routine because if people say, well, Dice Clay hasn't been seen out and about, maybe he's the one that's harboring. I'm going to you okay? No, I'm going to bash him. Have I given you COVID? Do you need to meet? Hey. <laughs> Yeah, he's when I'm died with his arms up in the air, three and a half. Yeah, yeah. Now, these this is the life I live. My friends are all fugitives. Well, I need to, I need, I really want to meet Ralph because I want to, I want to just have a chat because he's an interesting guy. When, when I was over there and he was on, I was a bit drunk, day drunk, but we were talking about how much he uh, knew Rodney Dangerfield and all that stuff. It's fascinating to me. Yeah. I'm sure he's got a thousand stories, Ralph. Yeah, he definitely has more stories than the Naked City. Um, some of them are questionable. Yeah, well, the, the characters, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh boy, uh, I felt good to do all that coughing. Though now I feel better. I could probably start smoking again. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel good after this. I've been bringing some stuff up today. It's been coming up easier than last time I was sick. So some nice. I saw them. Uh, I don't really. I saw the Road Dog trailer. Did you see the Road Dog trailer? Yeah, and I'm going to watch it again in a minute, actually. I watched it on my phone when I just woke up because I saw the tweet, and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll watch it again in a minute. But, yeah. Uh, it looks promising. It looks... Uh, mm-hmm. and I, I, don't, I expect uh, Stan Hope to be a good actor. I've been saying all along that, I, first of all, in Henry's movies, he was fucking great as the uh, cab dispatcher guy. Fucking, that was a really good character acting part. Something about it made me feel like um, the production might have been just a little off on the whole thing, though. I don't know. It was just, it's hard, right? It's hard. I mean, yeah. It's just hard. hard. They made him look because at one, you know, he's playing this guy who's a drug addict, drunk, whatever, old guy, but they purposely put like orange bags under his eyes in in one. Look at the scene. But and I was like, "That's weird. That, that looks phony." 
I don't want to bash his movie because then he's going to get he'll hear about it and fucking say, fuck that boat. But it could have been a budget. I mean, I don't, I, I haven't seen it. I mean, sometimes, but sometimes when you see shots from a set of a movie, it doesn't look real anyway. But it's all about the lighting and the post production and all that stuff as well. So maybe it's a budget for post production. They couldn't quite tweak everything, but I don't know. <clears throat> I, that stuff probably won't bother me unless, unless you know, if it, if it's a bad movie, that would bother me. But if it's good and it's interesting and Stan like pulls it. off playing an old washed up drunk, um, yeah. then. It's a it's a good story. It's um you know the thing that also that people call him the it, it seems in the trailer anyway he's known as the road dog. That's like his his stage name, Road Dog, <laughs> which is a little weird, but you know, um, hey, I hope it does well. It's premiering in Chicago this week. I don't think it'll be too long yeah. before it's on the streaming services and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I hope I hope that. I hope they get it to um, hope they get it to a decent market soon, and we can all enjoy it legally. I'm sure I'll find it illegally in the meantime. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I'll I'll pay. Well, I stole Stanhope special. The actually the last time I was in Bisbee on other business, I get I put vodka in his mailbox because I stole his special off the internet, and I told him that. <laughs> I was like, well, I want to pay you somehow. You should put the. Vodka yeah, that's in enough. Mailbox. Well, so was it pop off vodka? It was some cheap shit from the Safeway up the road. So he yeah, likes whatever the cheap, cheap shit I could buy. Yeah, he likes the cheap shit. <laughs> he didn't and, get good stuff from me. I think he's wrong because I've heard him say that you know there's no difference between cheap shit vodka and good vodka. Oh, there is. Oh, there I, is. The cheap, I the think... cheap stuff is. I can't even drink Smirnoff. When I was a kid, I thought Smirnoff was a good vodka, but that shit. <laughs> the the real cheap stuff though, it's it's like paint stripper. It's it's not even like. It's it's rough. <laughs> I can't drink that shit. I mean, I can drink it, but I'd hate it. Yeah, he, he said, uh, Stan Hope will probably go on Rogan's podcast and the movie will blow up. I'm not sure that Rogan is really the Oprah. Because uh, 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 that Patrick Bet David dude went on there grifting on Rogan's podcast, grifting like crazy to try, you know, but it didn't work. He didn't get like a whole big bump off it. He, yeah, you know, he's selling bullshit though, isn't he? Like, I think it yeah. helps comics with their specials and stuff like that. So yeah. I don't know. Does it? Because yeah. when he did Sam's book, I, I don't think it, it, when he finally did Sam's book after it had it all, maybe that part of it too. The book had already sold to everybody who might be interested in it worldwide by the time Rogan started pushing, uh, running, running light. So I, you know, that wasn't like a big, bump after that you didn't see going to the new york times no number one i don't know i don't know if he, he really has that much influence or he doesn't like to push stuff even for his friends he doesn't like you know doesn't like to promote be a promoter of stuff on his podcast so it's, it's his own prerogative um but uh, you I know you're upset. i think you're too i think you're too obsessed with joe rogan i think what you need to do is to not talk about him for a year not tweet about him not think about him I think that you should stop trying to look like him. And you think I'm trying to look like him? He doesn't have a mustache. <laughs> Does he have a mustache? Because that's the what, only what really. No, I was bald before he... he was. Maybe that. Maybe that'll be the next. Maybe that'll be the next. If he does grow a mustache, it's going to be uncanny. I'm going to have to just. I don't know what I'll I, do. I was bald when he still that's had a full head of hair. <laughs> he still had a full head of hair. I believe I was that. Bald. So I wonder when tried... I'm going to. 
when are you going to be bought? Yeah, he's he's copied you. I wonder when I'm going to go bought. The thing is, I've got such a lumpy head at the back. It's a weird That's, shape. You got to have a round head. Shape. You got to. And then at the back, head. I've got these cysts or lumps or skull fracture. I've hit the lumps. They're soft things. Uh, that I've never dealt with. So, but I say I, I did this gig the other week, and there's a video, but I don't like it because the, the, it's quite well shot with a couple of cameras. And there's on this part, there's just a bald patch from above that goes down there. Why on one side? I looked it up, and it says stress or you know stress, genetics, cancer, the normal, the normal stuff when you Google something. Wow. Yeah, no, anytime you look up stuff on WebMD or anything, all it will do is help you become more of a hypochondriac and ensure you have everything. I've got every disease. Uh, quickly, before, because it's almost an hour, I kept you here. Uh, last night, I had a Jesus guy on, but he wasn't a Jesus guy. I thought he was a Jesus guy because his book was Saving Christ, Starway 7. It's about a time travel thing where some hot bitch goes back to uh, back in time, she's supposed to kill Jesus, but ends up being his lover. Like, dude, you're gonna get yourself in trouble with all this stuff uh, <laughs> with the Christian <clears throat> Christian Church. Is that, is that, that? Oh, that's the that's the but that's the book, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I read your blurb. I read your blurb. Like, look out for to be a rival of Da Vinci Code. I thought, no, it won't. Not in America yeah. because they won't let it. Yeah. Even I've seen uh, stuff in the UK where they've been funny about. You know, having something with Jesus in the title or something like that. It's, it's, and in America, I think they'll go after it, wouldn't they? Yeah, you would think. That, that, mean... But that, 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 no, that could make it though. Having that kind, of, if it, if it's a good book and it pissed off the Christian people, that can also make it popular. I think that's <laughs> what happened with Dan Brown. That's why Dan Brown, and this is the strategy. I mean, he even said a couple of times, uh, you know, Dan Brown sold a billion dollars worth of books. I'll take all the controversy I want. Uh, or they can give me if I sell a billion dollars worth of books. I don't think it will. Uh, because, he, <laughs> you know, time travel is, is one thing, like uh, the method of time travel. But the girl goes back with the machine gun to Roman times. She's supposed to kill Christ before he yeah. gets on on the cross. And that would totally change the whole religion thing. And the thing is, he's saying that the president of the United States ordered this uh, girl who works for the FBI and CIA together yeah. to go back and kill Christ before he gets I on like the crust. I like it. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, but I like it if it's that mad, as long as it's a fun, as long as it's a fun story. I mean, it's yeah, well, it definitely is. And the guy, you, I don't know if you're familiar with the shows, Laverne and Shirley, Happy Days and all that kind of stuff, American classic television. Happy, day, happy Days, yeah, we had Happy Days. He was on that show and he, he wrote right. for both Laverne and Shirley and Happy Days and uh, used to train top Tom Hanks. He was a trainer, a gym trainer. Uh, when Tom Hanks was on a show called Bosom Buddies, he was a trans person. <laughs> Bosom Buddies. With him and Peter Scolari dressing up and to get into a dorm room, a sorority, because that was the only place they could stay. That was the promise of how Jesus finger bangs. Well, he hung around with hookers. Well, all of his friends were prostitutes, weren't they? Well, that's that's what, what I said, because the, the guy was adamant that the protagonist had to be a woman in the in the story. I said, wasn't Mary Magdalene that? He said, nobody took her seriously. She's hardly mentioned. I was like, she is the father or mother, <laughs> the founder of modern-day Christianity. And I know she was a hooker and all that stuff, but uh, she is the reason. She was the – it was like, no, people didn't take witnesses seriously. I was like, who were the – 
who were the witnesses to the resurrection? They were women. So this is a problem with the story because women can just fucking be manipulated. You know, I can't tell you how many girls told me they were pregnant by me and weren't. So this is a problem. We all, we all feel boring enough to sleeping in a cave with two hookers. Yeah. We all feel like it's a new day. That's probably, that's probably what it was. That's probably all it was in Chinese whispers over 600 years. So did you hear about the time he was reborn? Yeah. So anyway, I, I don't, I, you know, that's the guy's story. So he wasn't trying to save me, which I, I was prepared for a guy. I like who, that. I was, yeah. I was so he just, he's just, re- he's just written a book, basically. He's just written a cool book. Yeah. Uh, and he moved from Hollywood where he was, uh, you know, a, a writer and a trainer for stars to Idaho. <laughs> and he said, this is the new Hollywood East. I was like, Idaho's not east. Idaho, if anything, it's like Midwest, North Midwest. I don't know. It's uh, Idaho. Isn't Idaho where uh, the the militias are all from, Idaho? I think yeah, that's where like it, it sounds like it could be. Did, did Mary Magdalene give him a freebie? Well, no, he, he, he paid her in wine, and he can make that for free, so he just got a drunk. I think she just well. used to wash his feet. According to the Bible, she just washed his feet. One animal. What an animal! What a misogynistic animal Jesus was. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so Big brown it's an, Jesus. It, it's an interesting story. I don't think it, you know, I because he kept. I kept coming back to the the it's, the Christians in America are going to crucify you for writing this book or even trying to publish it. No, they love it. He said it's a romantic. Com- there's a, um a romantic comedy for religious women. There's <laughs> a there's an author called Philip Philip Pullman. He did a trilogy. Uh, I can't remember what the first one was called. <clears throat> Fantasy thing. But they, they portray God in part of that trilogy as this old, weak, like past it, dementia-ridden scumbag. Basically, he falls out of heaven. He's just this old man who's shitting himself in a nappy. And Yeah, they went crazy for that. My sister's a Christian. She wouldn't let my niece read it, but she got a copy anyway. Wow. <clears throat> Um, that's a small part of the story. Yeah, it's a good time to, to wrap this thing up. You got a last rights coming up today. I don't want to get you all talked out. Uh, one o'clock yeah, Eastern is. Yeah. Are, do you start on time? <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be one thirty Eastern because I've been oh, saying okay. one, but Jamie's never ready. And right. two weeks ago, I said one, and it's live and YouTube. Okay, okay. And at five two, he goes, "I'm just eating a sandwich." He's like, well, don't eat. Don't eat yeah. that earlier and be ready for. And then or he comes he, on and his microphone isn't on and his light isn't on and then his family is shouting at him. You know. This fucking kid. This fucking guy. I gotta be nice to Jamie. I don't know why. Nice it's, 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 you know what? I can't be nice to Scott, but I can be nice to Jamie. Except I'm gonna call him a barrel from now on. He's not a pig. That's fair. That is fair. I had got, a barrel. I, really the same. Uh, I had Yeah, well, he was a boar, but I got his balls cut off. Because he was too aggressive. Because they grow those yeah. fucking tusks. Yeah. yeah. And they will Love stab that. you with them. Oh, yeah. And Rufus was <clears throat> Rufus was a pig's name. He was getting uh, a little too uh, aggressive and stabbing my friends. with. And when that thing goes in, it don't come out so easy. Like, they get stuck in your leg. You got to fucking Yeah, we, 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 had a, we had a boar. We got a whole area called the New Forest. And it's like an old king's land. And it's. You could animals roam around on there, but we had a boar in there that was knocking people off horseback. Off horseback, it, it was running at the horses and stabbing the horses, and then the horses were throwing people off like when they're riding around. So they had to kill it in the end. Oh. It was, they couldn't find it for it was doing it for it. It just kept knocking people off horses and attacking dogs. And 
probably Jamie's yeah. grandfather. Uh, probably, but they had to shoot that one. You know about pig dicks, like a corkscrew? Pig dick is like oh, yeah, a yeah. corkscrew. Yeah. yeah. So is a duck, I think. A, a duck dick is about this big, and it comes yeah. out, and, it, and it's twisted as well. Yeah. Uh, but it, the, the cum stinks like fucking... <laughs> that's to wank it off. Like a dumpster of fire. That's just, what it's... Just keep it alive until you turn it into a pulled pork burger or whatever oh, you do with it. Yeah. Uh, so I still don't eat pork because of that. Uh, I had three pigs, three little pigs. Uh, well, listen, they're 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 probably more intelligent than dogs, and pe- people people are sickened, but you, you can't eat a dog they love. But pigs are probably no doubt about they're it. They're at least as intelligent as dogs, and they're cleaner, and you can train them. So why do we we eat baby pigs? Bacon is baby pigs. Yeah, yeah. They are, they great. can figure out how to use tools. People they laugh at me when I say that. My pig figured out how to use a screwdriver. To get a cabinet door open, where where we kept uh, pig food, wow. he figured it out on his own. Nobody taught him to do it. He just figured it out. That's fucking yeah. smart. That's a smart. Yeah, that's they're, they're smart, but it doesn't stop me eating a bacon sandwich. You can go fuck yourself, and I eat your dog as well if it tastes nice. I have to admit, bacon is still a very um, seductive meat. <laughs> it wants. Yeah, to... I know. I know vegetarians that eat bacon sandwiches. Yeah, it's it's hard. I mean, it smells so <laughs> good. Just smell. Yeah, when you smell it cooking on a grill, it's like, <laughs> give me that bacon. All right. Well, thanks for popping in and and making this day somewhat talkable. Or I would have ran out of things to talk about. I do want to oh. say one more time before I sign off. Help Bobby Caldwell. There's a link uh in the screen there, or go to my Twitter page and find that and share it and all that stuff. Carl, see, yep. you, uh, see you later. I'll pop, I'll definitely uh, be in the room. Uh, I'm not sure I'll pop in, but I'll watch right. the whole whole thing. Enjoy the show no and tell Jamie I called him a barrel. I will. All right. See you, see you later. Bye. Call man, folks. Help Bobby Caldwell. HCPS. Uh, GoFundMe.com. That whole string there. Help for a new start. Uh, you'll be doing a good thing. Even if you got five bucks, five bucks is enough, man. Help the guy out. Help him get a new start. You know what? I'm walking out of prison like with a bag in his hand. And nowhere to go and nothing to do. That's a show for you today. Tomorrow, I have the uh, filmmakers from uh, Condition of Return, which is about Satan. It's, a, it's about a, a psychologist, a psychiatrist treating Satan, but he doesn't know he's treating Satan. And he's kind of seduced into uh, looking at his own life and finds out that he's not such a good guy. Uh, it stars Dean Cain and Natasha Henstridge as Satan. And I think that's about all I really know about it. But we'll find out tomorrow. Join me then. I do have a show tonight where I do think my guest, uh, Joanne Triner, will be trying to convert me to a religious guy in some sense, but not necessarily Christianity. So we'll see. We'll find out. She's got a book about um, spirituality and uh, healing the human condition and all that kind of stuff. Well, we'll talk to her tonight. So uh, if you want to join me then, or I'll see you tomorrow. Have a good day. Don't forget to turn on your radio. Bye. For now.
to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now.